Greensboro History Museum and our podcast, History Notes, is pleased to collaborate with United Way of Greater Greensboro to present their centennial podcast, 100 Years of Transforming Your Compassion into Community Change. In the 1960s, Greensboro would take center stage in continuing the fight for racial equity. On February 1, 1960, four North Carolina A&T University freshmen, Joseph McNeil, Franklin McCain, Ezell Blair Jr., and David Richmond sat down at a whites-only counter and started a national sit-in movement, a movement that would serve as a key turning point in America's civil rights movement. It is important to note that women from Bennett College and a few from Greensboro College participated in those sit-ins. As a result of the sit-ins, Woolworth's lunch counter was successfully desegregated five months later. And with time, other businesses in Greensboro followed suit. Miles H. Wolf, United Fund's board chair and executive editor of the Greensboro Daily News, began coverage of the sit-in movement on February 2nd. The newspaper published photographs and stories that quickly helped spread information and inspired courageous people in other communities to stage their own sit-ins. David Atwood began as United Fund's new president in 1962. Atwood would go on to serve in his leadership role for 22 years, retiring in 1984 as the organization's longest standing president and executive director. In 1963, Atwood supported the United Community Funds and Councils of America's Stance of Non-Discrimination, which publicly stated, quote, services of the United Funds are rendered without discrimination or segregation because of race, creed, color, or national identity, in the quote. During his War on Poverty, State of the Union Address in 1964, United States President Lyndon B. Johnson outlined a need for the country to reduce poverty, end racial discrimination, and attend to the health needs of the elderly. President Johnson's war on poverty led to the creation of social programs. Many Americans rely on these programs to this very day, including Medicare. Locally, with growing community support, United Fund focused heavily on combating issues of poverty and took steps to ensure community programs were providing equitable access to all Greensboro residents. In 1967, philanthropists Kathleen and Joseph M. Bryan partnered with United Fund 
to establish the Kathleen and Joseph M. Bryan Community Enrichment and Venture Grant Program. The program was created to promote the improvement of human services through the support of innovative programs. Joseph M. Bryan was a well-known executive leader with Jefferson Standard Life Insurance Company, who went on to chair the board of Pilot Life Insurance Company. In addition, Bryan served as president of a company that owned radio and TV stations, and he was one of the original six members of the North Carolina Business Hall of Fame. He and his wife Kathleen were longtime supporters of United Way, and the legacy of their grant program continues to this day. In 1968, United Fund noticed a problem. Youth in often overlooked areas of Greensboro were not able to participate in many summer programs offered by their community partners. United Fund leadership decided to use $25,000 from organizational reserves to expand these programs. This move marked the first time United Way took steps to broaden its impact beyond raising and distributing money to the same community partners and programs year after year. As a result, over 1,000 children from economically disadvantaged neighborhoods participated in eight different summer programs. The 60s would wrap up with an organizational merger and name change. For around 30 years, most community chest and United Fund organizations had created and relied upon independent community councils to help manage volunteers and partnership operations and to research social and welfare needs. By the end of the 60s, most United Funds realized there was an overlap in work and they dismantled their councils or combined the two. Locally in 1968, United Fund merged with the Greensboro Community Council and became known as United Community Services. In 1969, the annual campaign grew to 1,364,833 dollars supporting 33 agencies. You've been listening to History Notes, a product of the Education Department of the Greensboro History Museum. Just as you visit it for this podcast, continue to go to www.greensborohistory.org and select the Discover and Learn tab to listen again or learn more about many other subjects. We also invite you to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And please stop by the museum when you can. We're located at 130 Summit Avenue, Greensboro. Hours vary, so visit our website or call 336-373-2043 for details. Once again, thank you, and keep tuning in to History Notes.